Tales with a Disney Twist. We are your hosts, Juliana. Hey. And Lori, that's me. Today we are excited to welcome Alex Smith from the Second Dad to the Right blog. Alex has three kids, an amazing wife, and has spent a lot of time at Disney parks and on Disney cruises with them. He loves Disney and wants to share tips, insights, and funny stories to help parents navigate the most magical place on earth. You can find him on his blog, which is secounddadtotheright.com. Welcome, Alex. Thank y'all for having me. Um, excited to talk about Disney at 9.30 in the morning instead of going to work. <laughs> of course. That is the best part. That is the best part. No, we are excited to get to know you. Um <laughs> We have a tradition on this show, though, where we start with a mouse cocktail, um, and you have picked a great one. Yeah, this month, it's almost like you know me really well, Alex. Alex picked the Aloe Prima Manhattan from Dahlia Lounge. So our listeners know two things about me. I like brown liquor, and they might not know as much how much I love Dahlia Lounge. Coronado Springs is one of my favorite resorts. I think it is totally underrated, and I love the Grandestina Tower. And the Dahlia Lounge is at the top of it, just across the hall from Toledo, which is a great restaurant. And I can see myself sitting there. It's swanky having a Manhattan. So this drink is the Alaprima Manhattan. It's made with Elijah Craig 94 proof Kentucky straight bourbon. That's um, strong bourbon. Um, and then a liqueur called Amaro Nanino Quintessentia, which is um, a sweet, herbal, floral, pungent, strongly flavored Italian liqueur, as it's described to me. I've not had it. And Sweet vermouth, but a very specific sweet vermouth, La Copa by Gonzalez Baez. I don't know what makes that special, but I want to try. Maple syrup and orange bitters. So this sounds like, like you said, Alex said before we started the show, it sounds more like a old-fashioned than a Manhattan. Yeah. And it's served in an old-fashioned glass. At least the photo I'm looking at is. I don't know. Um. I just call that a bourbon glass. <laughs> yeah. Well, Manhattan are more yeah, than usually are the glasses, cup, yeah. right? Yeah. Right. yeah. So I love a I love a Manhattan. I love a old fashioned. This one I'm afraid might be a little sweet for my taste, but the flavors sound really cool. What do you like most about it? So uh, I think it's great because it 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 does that great combination of old fashioned, but sometimes old fashions are a little too sweet for me. And so having mm -hmm. all the extra flavors adds to it. When I make it at home, I, I make the bourbon a little bit stronger to, to kind of counteract the sweetness. But uh, yeah, I was showing it and I have the, I have the full thing because I may have badgered the bartender to give me the recipe. That's awesome. <laughs> I've never done anything like that. What a terrible thing to do. <laughs> yeah, no, never done that. No, I think it's awesome. We were asking what the quintessential whatever is, and you actually had a bottle of it. <laughs> Um, which is awesome. Um, but yeah, I see you're, you're concerned about the sweetness where I'm like, I might actually be able to drink this. I yeah, would you like too. them sweeter. Yeah. I like them sweeter, less bourbon-y, more old-fashioned-y. 
Well, we've made a vow as the Nazca moms to start trying new beverages around Disney World because we feel we've gotten a little stale. So this is going to be the top of my list. I mean, I'm not going to stop drinking Tipsy, tipsy Ducks and Love every time no. I go to Epcot, but I'm going to start trying some other things too. Yes. So basically, we're just increasing what we're drinking. Yeah. So I discovered it because we stayed at Grand Estino a whole bunch of times during the pandemic. And in order to escape the room, I would go do laundry. And then I would wait for the laundry. <laughs> do laundry. Yeah. I didn't want to keep opening and closing the door. I'd wake everybody up. So so, um, so when you and your wife are kicking back in the evening and you want to have a drink, do you look at her and be like, you want to go do some laundry? And does that mean like make a, one of these cocktails? <laughs> that go yeah, that's what it means. <laughs> <laughs> she actually doesn't like it she doesn't she doesn't like bourbon very much so oh there's always one. Chardonnay. i like chardonnay too yeah. yes which is a lot cheaper at disney world so mm. if you don't order off the fancy menu yes mm -hmm. no it definitely is yeah. all right so alex let's start with the basics and get to know you so where did your love of disney start so in 2000 17 i wanted to do the um actually 2018 i wanted to do the spartan race trifecta the spartan race like this obstacle course race and they had two of them of the three in atlanta where i live and uh the third one was in tampa and we hadn't gone to disney world as adults we both been as kids and we had really little kids and i said what if i take just you and we'll go to disney we had gone to universal to see harry potter world couple months before i was like we'll just do you know a quick date and then i'll run the race and we'll come home and it turned into a trip with both of my girls uh my mother-in-law my grandmother-in-law and we went to disney for like six days and then i ran the race and they were all confused why i left to go run a race and i was like that's why we were here but after <laughs> that i was obsessed with that i haven't run a spartan race in florida since but i've been to disney a whole bunch of times so we just started going every chance we got um, so was the whole family on board from the get-go? Oh, yeah. yeah. And so and now we, we have a little COVID surprise. You see him right there on the wall. Oh, he's, oh, he's, uh, he's 20 months now, and his wow. one of his first words was, oh, boy. Oh, so, I love it. That's so now funny. we just, that's our thing. So uh -huh. what was the planning process like for that very first trip? Was that what got you excited and into Disney? No, because I was just like, oh, all right, whatever. My wife, you know, was doing all the planning, was working with uh, our travel agent. And, you know, they were coming out like because I had never heard of any restaurants. I, I could name the parks, but I hadn't even been. I don't think I ever even been to Animal Kingdom before. Um, and, you know, I just like well, whatever, you know, I was fine because I just I, my kids would be happy and. Um, so, you know, we, we went and it was great. And our, our family like chipped in for Christmas for us to get to go. And so, yeah. So, yeah, I mean, I was excited, but I, I really had no idea what to expect. Um, and I think it was going to Epcot and just experiencing all the joy my girls were having at Frozen and meeting all the princesses. Cause we had to do every single princess meet and greet the first time. Um, yes. and also experiencing all the food and, and drinks. And we were there at Christmas time and it was just like, this is amazing. Cause it was just so great to just turn off all the responsibilities other than parenting. Um, I love this story. I love the fact that it was like a total surprise to you that you were going to fall in love with this. Like I always knew that I was going to be obsessed with Disney, but you sort of went and were like, wow, this is amazing. Yeah, I love cool. that as an adult and the whole family's on board. 
yeah and i'm i'm probably as hardcore or more hardcore about it than anybody else in the family now <laughs> that's awesome so do you think as a dad um you have a different perspective on disney or is parents or parents or I think it depends on the person. I mean, there's a few different types of Disney dads. You have on one hand, you've got the complainer. Everything's expensive. I hate happiness and I hate crowds. <laughs> and I think in the middle, which are probably the best dads in the middle are the ones who are like, well, I'm just happy that everybody's happy and I'm just going to make everybody happy. And then on the other side, you've got the super hardcore, um, you know, I love everything Disney. I love everything Marvel, everything Star Wars. And those are the most dangerous dads because the amount of money that a dad can spend in the park far outstrips any other person in the family. Thank I mean, you. <laughs> you give me a couple drinks, a couple drinks, a lightsaber, and, you know, maybe a, a VIP tour. And then all of a sudden we've spent more than the entire family's ticket prices. <laughs> and it's funny that you say that because at least you admit it. My husband is the one who pretends to be a Disney humbug until we get there. And yep. then he's like, we're upgrading our room. We're buying all the things. We're staying extra days. We once went to Orlando and didn't do Disney. And he complained the whole time so that we at least had to go to Disney Springs for brunch. Yeah, yep. we, we, so we always tried to upgrade to a suite because during COVID we'd stay at, at Grandestino and they kept upgrading us for free because nobody was yeah. there. And yeah. then the club opened back up and they were like, it's like a lot of money to upgrade. And I'm like, pretending to be the, uh, the angry dad. I was like, we have to have two rooms and have one to put a bathroom to put the baby in. And it's really, I just wanted to see the club. <laughs> <laughs> see my husband's that just like Juliana said, like, budget beforehand, cost conscious. But the second we get there, he is like those memes and that you see the videos of the dads like spraying money everywhere as soon as he gets mm -hmm. to Disney World because he's like, I will spend all the money on everything. And I'm like, what happened to the guy that was like, we can't do this. We have a budget. It's just so much fun. <laughs> I'm so there for it. I'm there. Yeah. I have it a little easier because at this point in our marriage, my wife makes a whole lot more than me. She's an ACT, SAT tutor. And as her business ramped up, she stopped teaching right before we um, teaching public school, right before we started getting into Disney. And so it was like every time she would get more and more busy, we were like, oh, we have more and more Disney money because we were just, you know, we never really changed our standard of living at home. We just spent it all on Disney. And now a word from our sponsors. Trader Nick's Tea Company is an online tea shop established at the end of 2019 with husband and wife team Nick and Nicolette Spears. After a decade of experience in the tea trade, they wanted to get more on the creative side and tell stories through tea. Taking inspiration from theme parks, movies, attractions, and more, they have artfully created unique tea blends to bring the magic home. Together, they have created all of the names, descriptions, art, and designs themselves. This is a time-consuming labor of love that all starts with a spark of imagination and a flare of creativity. Each flavor and brush stroke of color contributes to the full development of the theme of the tea. The appearance, taste, and color of the tea are all important details behind their brand. Some of our favorites are Mouska Tea, Circle of Life, Monorail Morning, R2-T2, Pumpkin King, Frozen Fractals, It's a Tea World After All, and Main Street Muffin. Visit mm. them at TraderNicksTea.com and you can use the promo code 
Mousegamom10 to save 10% on your order this month. We, um, we've got a construction project going on at our house and my husband keeps comparing it to how many vacations it's costing. So. <laughs> yeah, he's, he's in it. That's, I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm there as well. We, I'm yeah. trying to avoid having to do anything on the house because I don't want to be here. All right. So you had your love of Disney. Then you started. So how did you go from your trip with your family, which you guys loved, to your blog? So I don't know. We, you know, we went through all this and we started having friends that were becoming travel agents and i was like man it would be fun to do something productive with how much i love disney and i was like i'm not going to be a travel agent because i don't do mornings and i have to do mornings to get my girls ready for school but i'm not going to get up and get somebody's you know uh disney dining reservations for them it just that sounds terrible and i was like well I had a friend, pretty close friend. She became an agent and I was like, oh, I could write a blog for you. And we kind of joked about it. And my wife was like, I don't think she's ever going to like, she didn't even have a website. She just uses her agency website. And I was like, okay, I'll start my own. And if I can earn, you know, 10 bucks, then I can write off all the Disney trips on my taxes. <laughs> and, and so, so I started back in April and I made more than $10, but it's, you know, it's still not, enough to go on vacation, but it's enough to save a lot on taxes. So, um, so yeah. that. and it's just, it's fun getting to meet people who are super excited about Disney. Um, well, you probably chose the right path because when you tell people that you're, so we're on both sides of that fence, right? Mm-hmm. Pod, podcasters and bloggers and travel agents. When you tell people I sell Disney, they're like, that's exciting. And they're like, oh, they, they want to talk about it. But when you tell people you're like a blogger or a podcaster, they want to chat. They're yeah. like, really? Tell me more. It's far more interesting. Yeah. Um, I wouldn't say it's less work, though. It's, I mean, you might not be doing the 6 a.m. dining reservation, but there's a lot of content you have to throw up there. And stuff yeah, but working when I want to, I think, is the best part. Yeah. Yeah. But it must be tough being a one-man show, or do you have help? Uh, well, actually, my, my 10-year-old daughter has written five of the posts. That's awesome. All awesome. Her favorite rides and um, at each park, which has actually been great. Like, people, one of, her one on, like, Hollywood Studios for Kids is ranking on the top page of Google. Um, and she's working yes. on one now for like what to do if you love princesses, which that's just fun. Yeah, stuff. Juliana, get get your girls going. <laughs> My kids? Yeah, yours are older. Get them going. Yeah. Get them going. They want to My kids want to put us on TikTok. Oh. <laughs> no. My right, my daughters have gotten obsessed with the YouTube videos about rides breaking down. And so our last trip, we went in July and they were like, maybe this one will break down. Maybe this one will break down. And then Figment did break down. And that was weird because we were stuck in like in between scenes and the music stopped and it was just pitch black for a solid two minutes. It was the creepiest thing. Oh, <laughs> like, okay, maybe we don't like it when the rides break down. <laughs> <laughs> that, yeah, I, I am not, um, I'm not up with that sort of social media, but I should be. I was out this weekend with other adults my age and they were like, well, what, what's your comp, what, are you on Insta? And I was like, um, I think so. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's a lot of work. I mean, because you can't, I mean, with blogging, you need to be consistent, but with social media, you have to be daily. Yeah. We've got our fingers in all the pots, Alex. Yeah. It's so, yeah, it's, cause I have a, I have an Instagram and Facebook stuff, but it's, I don't put as much attention to it as I do the blog because I'd rather just rank on Google and then not have to worry about it as much. <laughs> That's yeah. Awesome. 
That's yeah. fair. So how do you come up with topics for your blog? What make like, do you just walk around thinking Disney all day and then gosh, write an article about that? If it's something trending that I can get out real fast, I'll do that. But I, honestly, it's, it's kind of boring. I just use, you know, SEO tools to see what people are asking on Google that hasn't been answered well. Um, and so like my biggest blogs are like the nursery on the Disney cruise. Um, the drew, we stayed at the Drury in July. Uh, people want to know about the free breakfast and the free drinks. And then actually That's the one I did about hot. dads at Disney, it was really funny. I rank for that, that video with the dad running on the treadmill for Disney. Yeah. Even though I didn't say anything about that and that's not my content. So I just, <laughs> at that, I went back to that blog and added the video and I was like, here's, and I tagged the, the original guy who was in it. And I was like, you know, if you want to see another awesome dad, check out this guy. And so I get a lot of traffic because other people are looking for him and then they're like, Oh, we'll see what this guy has to say too. So. Juliana, have you seen that video? Mm hmm. Yeah. There's a couple different ones. The one I picked is not the one I keep seeing pop up now. There was an older one that I have yeah. on my phone. Yeah, the video is the one yeah. I saw is hysterical. It's the guy training. Me. Yeah, it's the guy training on the treadmill, like yeah. carrying different things, various things to get ready for walking through Disney. It's fantastic. Yeah. It, it is. I mean, here we are all talking about it. So. Well, and it's now... bad. And I'm like, you could make an entire workout series before you get to Disney. Yeah. Like they could do an entire workout series on Instagram and TikTok of, you know, various exercises to get your body ready for, you know, walking the 30,000 steps a day and get on children. Yeah. Well, you, need to do it, you need to do it in a hundred degree heat. You can't do it. On your yes, that too. Listen, I, can't those, even, like, I can't even train in real life for an actual event at Disney. So I don't think <laughs> I'm partaking in this. Um, we'll see if I'm still alive Monday. <laughs> All right. All right. So your blog covers Walt Disney World and you said Disney Cruise. Yeah. Um, how many Disney Cruises have you guys been on? We've been on four um, and we've been, done two in the last year. So we spent a lot of time in the nursery with the baby. He went at six mm -hmm. months and at one year. Yep. Um, so what ships? We've done the Wonder, the Magic, and we did the Fantasy twice. Um, oh, you, COVID. Need on, you need to get on the Wish. Yeah, we do. Um, but it was an awesome thing. It sounds awesome, but they cut our trip in half in 2021 and they rewarded us by giving us $2,500 and 35% off the next cruise. Oh, nice. So we got to go. So we immediately booked another fantasy for the full length and it was the same price as uh, the original um, or the four days that we had. Oh, that's that's awesome. awesome. Yeah. So of those three ships that you've experienced, do you have a favorite? Uh, the Wonder for sure. A Wonder. Yeah, well, that is, be, yeah, that is the one I haven't been on. Yeah. So we did it again during COVID. That was our, actually, we didn't. No, it wasn't during COVID. It was the week before COVID started and it sailed out of New Orleans. Like literally we pulled into port and the next ship got sick because everyone got sick at Mardi Gras. But that one was great because um, when you go to Castaway Key, there's way less people on the beach, you know, on, like. There's the wonder so much slide. Smaller. It's uh, and then of course the Tiana restaurant I think is the best restaurant I've been to on any of the cruises. So yeah, that's the one ship I have not I have not been on. I've been on the Magic, just not the Wonder. Yeah. Um, because typically it's on the West Coast and we just haven't yeah, done it's that hard one. Now, yeah. This right. one went out in New Orleans. Yeah, that's an expensive one. And there yeah. are they is is the Wonder the ones going all the way to Australia now? Uh, the Wonder just made it. Is it the Wonder or the Magic? 
one of them just made it to Australia. Yeah, I don't remember. It's one of the two that just made it out there. I think it's the magic. I think the wonder stayed. Um, so yeah. So you use the nursery. I've used the nursery a ton with my kids. Um, what is your, we used it as like a napping sleep center. Anytime the baby needed to like nap or sleep, we would drop them off and they loved it because somebody rocked them to sleep who was not me. Yeah. We had the opposite experience. He won't sleep if it's not pitch black. Okay. Um, and so we would take him there and we'd pick him up for naps and just take him back to the room and we had a monitor. So we'd sit on the balcony with the door shut and yep. the room service or whatever. Um, but yeah, we loved it. They, he didn't cry when he went in there. He loves all the workers there. Um, I like it better than the kids club because the, my girls go to the kids club and then they just sit there and watch the, you know, Disney channel shows the whole time. And I'm like, play a game, meet a friend. And they're just like, we just, we watched like eight movies <laughs> and it's not even good ones. It's like descendants repeatedly. Sorry to anyone who likes descendants, but it annoys me. <laughs> I could probably recite the descendants yeah. for you word for word, but having two teenage daughters, we had many a descendant year. COVID too. We watched it like a ton. Descendants was big. It was, it's not as big now, but I still see people in the costumes, which is crazy because mm -hmm. they haven't had a movie in forever, but there's mm -hmm. still kids running around in the costumes even to this year, which is nuts. I sold mine at a garage sale last year. Well, there you go. <laughs> Very quickly, I might add. There you go. All right. So now that you do the blog, you're, you said you involved your kids. Um, so are you the planner now or is your wife still the planner when it comes to your trips? Honestly, we're kind of at this place where we just like being there. And so okay. especially now that you don't have to book your fast passes ahead of time. Now it's just GD plus the day of we we have a little bit of a plan. We kind of know where we want to go. Um, uh, the only thing we really plan out ahead of time is which park we're going to so that we can get dining reservations. Um, and so it's just not really that big of a hassle. We, um, kind of, we'll actually end up booking a whole lot of restaurants and then drop a few by the time we get there. But, uh, it's, it's become not really that much planning. It's just, we like being there. And uh, another huge benefit is we've got friends that are cast members that will get us in for free. A lot of times we go. And so we don't have to worry about getting our money's worth. <laughs> so, um, but I, I mean, I would be happy just sitting, you know, at a table at Epcot and just enjoying the ambient, the ambiance or, you know, sitting at the ice cream place at the castle of Magic Kingdom. Right. That's the that's the the thing that people like the three of us who get to go relatively frequently. That's the thing that we've learned and have the luxury of doing that we try to impress on the people for whom we're planning vacations is you know, you're never going to get it all done. Well, I promise we'll get as much as you can done, but let's make sure we at least schedule some time, <laughs> which sounds a little crazy to have to schedule because once you get to our position, you're not scheduling it anymore. But for beginners, like do some of those things, you'll fall in love with it. Like for me, it's chilling at um, Nomad Lounge in Animal Kingdom. I absolutely love that spot. Um, do it every time. and But I do schedule that. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say I we make the kids at some point because they're very ride. Everything has to do with the rides. At some point, to just sit on the hub grass. Like I'm like, no, we're we're not. I'm taking a break. We're taking a break, and we're gonna sit on the hub grass. And usually, it turns into my husband and I just sitting there and them running around in circles. But 
we take a minute to just kind of sit and relax. And that it, that's kind of the nice part after being there for so much that I'm like, it's fine. You've ridden these rides. It's not a big deal. We just need to sit and relax for a minute. And yeah, I agree. Epcot is more, I think when I'm by myself or with Juliana and Jen, we can just sit there. Right. Yeah. And it yeah, takes us like the- three hours to go around the world. Yeah, we do that with the pools a lot. We always try to stay at one that's got the water slide. The lifeguards are so amazing. Mm, they amazing really so we can are. Just, as long as we f- see them and they can both swim, the older ones, then we can just relax. And then um, now we got the baby, so things are a little bit more uh, chaotic. But For sure. getting him just to wander around the uh, splash pads or, like you said, you, like, a lot of times we'll split up. I like doing the rides more than my wife does, so I'll take the older girls and we'll go do the rides, and she'll sit on the hub grass with the baby and just take a thousand pictures Yep. that I then have to try to sort through to use the blog because I'll download everything she takes a picture of. I'm like, that's the same photo. <laughs> <laughs> so since you said that you um, are more spontaneous now with your Disney trips, is there anything, though, that you must do every time you go? We probably go to Raglan Road every time we go, which is pretty easy because it's not like I wrote a, I wrote an article about the easiest last minute reservations to get. And that one's one of them. And so we'll book one, you know, for like six o'clock in the afternoon and we'll go there and know that we're going to have to wait forever. Just say we want to be near the show and then wander around Disney Springs for another hour before they finally have our table ready. Um, and we we watch the show. They've got amazing food. They have a old fashioned with a slice of bacon in it um yes they do i forgot about that one i have mixed feelings about bacon and old fashions right. <laughs> i love bacon and i love old fashioned. Yeah. i'll put them together it's fine i also <laughs> like bourbon soaked bacon so that works too um but uh yes yeah, so we go to raglan road a lot um again we've spent a lot of time at grand Estino, so we always try to get the kids to go to three bridges which i think is probably the most underrated restaurant at disney because you can't book it as a reservation you have to be uh-huh. there on property um uh and we just like to wander around sometimes well we when our last trip we only had two park days and we were there for five days and we just spent the rest of the time on the skyline or walking around boardwalk just trying to see everything yeah um, i hear you yep yeah. i guess that brings us then to this or that yeah so we do we love to do a this or that disney version with our guests so it's kind of like the rapid fire game um where you have to pick between um so we have a couple here for you um magic kingdom or epcot epcot that's that's my happy place (laughs) there we'll see it's yeah that's our favorite well i go back and forth i want to do both and that's actually all we did uh we only went to magic kingdom and epcot in july have you uh, so like i i don't know that i've ever skipped epcot when i go but there are trips where i've skipped magic kingdom uh, I haven't skipped either one. I, I was going to say, I can't skip either. We skip Animal Kingdom the most, um, especially with a little kid, because, you know, we want to ride it. My, my middle daughter's a little squeamish with the scary theming. Like, she doesn't mind scary rides, but she doesn't like scary theming. So my the, kids were like that, she's too. Far, scarier, far more scared of the Yeti than she is of going backwards in the dark. Yeah. Um, and then, uh, so there's not a ton in Animal Kingdom. Because he doesn't like, the baby doesn't like to sit through the shows as much yet. He wants to get up and run around. Um, so, well, hopefully we'll get to enjoy it a little bit more. Um, and they're pretty excited about all the 
Zootopia and Encanto stuff that's coming. I'm excited. <laughs> You're in such a great spot, though, because you've got all this time to watch their preferences and everything change and grow. So that's really cool. This next one, I don't know. This one's a loaded question. Mickey or Minnie? Uh, Mickey. And I'll say that not just because I'm a dad, but also because that's what the baby is obsessed with right now. Like he, yeah. it's Mimo. He calls him Mimo. Mickey Mouse. Mickey Mouse. <laughs> he tries it. And he goes, oh boy. So. <laughs> that is so cute. <laughs> All right. Um, Mickey pretzel or Mickey bar? Mickey bar. That's that's one of my favorite snacks. I'll even, if I don't like the, like I'll, if I have a dessert on the cruise line and I'm like, eh, I didn't really hit the spot, I'll order a Mickey bar off the kids' menu to eat after it. <laughs> you can get them in room service too. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> if you're ever in your room. Guardians of the Galaxy or Rise of the Resistance? Uh, Guardians of the Galaxy. It's probably my favorite ride ever. I get chills the first time I wrote it. I even. Oh, he's got the mug. Yeah, this one is a really cool mug. It like it's got a Polaroid that when it's hot, it shows the Epcot ball. Oh, no, that cool. one is cute. I see. I I am a huge fan of Guardians of the Galaxy. I love the ride. I think what they did with it is fantastic. I tried to ride it twice, and it's the only ride ever to make me so sick. And it's not just stomach sick; like my eyes can't handle it. Like mm -hmm. everything just goes. My equilibrium goes crazy. And it's I bizarre. wish I could handle it. I wish I could. Have you done Mission Space? Yes, I'm fine with Mission Space. That's, That's I literally can handle. I did the green one, and that one messed me up just because. Yeah, like I'm the... fine on every other ride. I they said it's something to do with the way your vision is take taking in parts of it and that's even when i watch it on like youtube or something it's i can start to feel my head go Weird. so i don't know what it is but i cannot handle it and i really wish i could it makes me so angry because it's such a good ride gotcha. all right um speaking of epcot festival of the arts or flower and garden i don't know I love them both. Um, and all I'm thinking about is I love being a part of the shadow box paintings at the <laughs> Festival of the Arts. But then my daughters love that butterfly garden at the flower garden um, and, and seeing all the topiaries and stuff. And so, yeah, I prefer Christmas and food and wine, I guess, <laughs> to those two. I, we kept food and wine out because usually yeah. people pick yeah. food and wine over any other festival. Um, but yes. I was gonna say that Juliana loves the arts where she goes in the shadow boxes. I love that. I, yeah, I think it's the so coolest cool. thing. Like everyone, we show those pictures on Facebook. And people are like, is that AI? How did you do that? <laughs> <laughs> Juliana's right. done in lots of those. All right, what else we got, Joel? Polynesian or Grand Floridian? I haven't stayed at the Grand Floridian. Um, Polynesian was awesome. Uh, but we talked well, about then it. You made yeah. your choice. Polynesian. <laughs> There you go. Um, have you done any of the parties at Magic Kingdom? Yeah, we've done did the Christmas party a whole bunch of times. And, okay. Uh, maybe an after hours party. I know we did one at Epcot. Have you done the Halloween party? We have not done the Halloween party. Again, like my even like the most basic anything that has to do with death or skeletons. Ah, the daughter. little daughter just like she'll she won't sleep the rest of the trip. All right. So, so we'll do Christmas party or after hours. Oh, that's, yeah. I mean, it has to be the Christmas party because those are the memories. After hours are amazing because you get to do the rides over and over and over again. 
but the Christmas party is just like so magical with all the lights and with the cookies and with the costumes and the music. And um, it's pretty special. And the ride lines are still pretty short. But it, I mean, we did Guardians of the Galaxy like six or seven times in one night <laughs> at Epcot oh, awesome. with the after hours. So um, that's wild. Yeah. Because it was like oh, a 20, that would be a dream 20 minute walk. For me. I love it. Yeah. All right. Um, Terry Crews got really annoying. By the way, Sorry? if you if you ride Guardian of the Galaxy over and over again, Terry Crews gets really annoying. <laughs> Epcotians? Epcotians? <laughs> I can totally see that. Once through, it gets a little annoying. But that's only because I'm so anxious to get on the ride. <laughs> I'm like, come up with the pre-show. Um, Fantasmic or Happily Ever After? We've actually only done Fantasmic, I think, twice. Uh, I... My wife would say happily ever after she's obsessed with fireworks, but Fantasmic, I like the storyline. I like being able to sit down and not having to fight, not having a kid on my shoulders. I'm one of those. I like that it's in a theater, right? Yeah. yeah. You have like a designated space. Yeah. Cause I mean, I'm trying to get every, all three kids to be able to see, I have them standing on the stroller. Like it's, it's a lot of work. It's much more organized at Fantasmic. Yeah. That's for sure. Agreed. All right. Um, last question. At Magic Kingdom, people mover or the the railway? Uh people mover. Yeah. Oh, this is where we part ways. Oh, sorry. Well, of course, I'm, I'm to be sure. Fair, I mean, I'm I'm relatively, you know, it's only been five years of me, you know, being really into Disney. And a lot of that time the train was gone because of Tron. Yep. I've only ridden the train once, I think, but People Mover was the designated nap spot for whoever needed a nap while the rest of the family ran around the park. See, I just don't I don't understand why people love the people. I mover. love the People Mover. It's our designated snack spot. Like the kids literally will go, do we have snacks before we get on the ride knowing that this is we get on the ride, we eat snacks, we sit down. It's a mobile sit-down restaurant. It's a mobile sit-down restaurant. If they would serve food and extend the ride out, I would be so happy and be going there every single time. It is a like two ride every time. I want Love that. it. Love it. All right. Juliana, do you have a mouse get tip for us? Do I? What is the mouse get tip today? Of course, it's check out Alice's blog. So that's again, seconddadtotheright.com. All right. Well, Alex, thank you so much for joining us. We really appreciate it. Um, just a quick reminder to check out our Facebook group, Mouse Moms Podcast, to dive deeper into this and all things Disney and Disney planning. Be sure to follow our show so that you receive notifications when new content is released and you never miss an episode. And please consider writing us a review as well. We'd really appreciate it. Now it's time to say goodbye to all our company. Soon. Why? Because we like you. And